Welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Ranch Hand 1670. He called this experience, I work on a farm in the middle of nowhere. Please allow me to tell you his tale. I don't know why I'm writing this. Maybe it's to get my story out, and maybe it's just to make sense of so many of the weird and fucked up things I've seen and experienced while working at this one farm. For context, I'm 22 and live out in the middle of nowhere. West Nebraska to be exact. This is the area between the city of Des Moines and Denver where the only things that you can see are the ever-growing corn stalks for miles. And the occasional cow herd or two. I'm not in love with the state, in fact, before I moved here over a decade ago. I never even knew that the land was habitable. Unfortunately, though, I'm living proof that people do in fact live in this giant corn maze of a state. The farm I mentioned earlier also resides in the middle of nowhere, with the closest neighbors being well over a mile away. But most of the neighbors around here aren't the type to loan you a cup of sugar if you asked, even after traversing the mile to ask so. The farm is located about an hour from the nearest town, the one that I live in. You might ask why I travel so far for work, and I'd tell you that I have no idea. Probably loyalty from all the years I've already spent going there and attending horseback riding lessons. Regardless, I am one of the three stable hands working on this farm. The farm is owned by one of the best riders around and her husband. They're both in their late 20s and need all the help that they can get organizing and maintaining the farm. So, I work year-round, and the majority of the work that I do is livestock-oriented. I wasn't born on a farm so I have no idea how to work any of the larger machines. I, along with the two other farmhands, do tasks like watering and feeding the horses. Chickens, dogs, cows, etc. I help teach some of the horse lessons, but the owner is mostly in charge of those. Before most of the lessons, I catch and tack up the horses, which might also add the title groom to my resume. It's important to note that I have been coming to this farm since before I was 12. I and the owner, my trainer for horseback lessons, have grown up together since she started teaching me when she was still a teen. I've been working here since I was still a teen, and so some of these important dates are long lost in my head. Now, with this all in mind, I can move on to some of the more pressing issues on the farm. All the weird shit that's been happening around me. First off, none of it started happening until the construction of the new indoor arena. The arena was built about five years ago and is really just an arena. The ground is sand and there is a little sitting area on the inside for parents to watch their kids. A pretty standard arena to me. But for some reason, the weird shit started showing up around the time of its grand opening. Or maybe that's just as far back as I can remember. Like I said earlier, my memory is just a bit fuzzy. Regardless, for the last four to five-ish years, I have been constantly meeting a barrage of freak accidents, odd people, and just downright terrifying things head-on while on this farm. The most memorable was when I went on a trail ride on a horse named Pilgrim through the woods surrounding the farm. It was mainly for fun, 
but also to get him ready for when the younger kids would ride him through the trails. He's a pretty sound horse. He just gets a little scared in those woods for reasons I now understand. Because the closest neighbor is 1.3 miles away, I have never once come across someone in the woods whom I have not previously met in lessons. Here is where I will mention that the owner of the property once had an agreement with a hunter in the area to allow him to come and hunt some of the coyotes and deer on her property that had been stealing from her livestock for reasons that are still unknown to me and seemingly everyone else at the farm. She and the hunter terminated this arrangement, but he was still scouring the area whenever she left the property. To try and prevent this, her husband set up game cameras so that they could get evidence of his trespasses and have him arrested for it. Unfortunately, the cameras have never captured him. So, whenever I go into those woods alone, I always think about the hunter. What if he is still right there and accidentally shoots me? What if he only accidentally shot because he thought that I was the owner? So, there I am trotting up and down the trails in the woods when I get about 100 feet away from the first creek on the property. And as I get closer, I hear the moans of an elderly person surprisingly similar to what my grandmother had sounded like after she broke her hip. So, my brain went into overdrive. I cantered my horse up to the edge of the creek so that I might be able to peer down at whoever was there. I quickly jumped off my horse and discarded his reins. He is a beginner's lesson horse, so he's normally pretty good about standing still. Plus, we were next to a small patch of grass, so he wasn't going to go anywhere. As I'm peering over the edge of the creek, about four feet down, Right next to the water, I spot a small, tattered piece of greenish cloth. Adrenaline still pumping, I jumped down the little cliff and picked it up to see if there was any blood on it. There wasn't. All of a sudden, the moaning sounds resumed from the top of the creek, where my horse is standing about 25 feet from the drop-off of the cliff, four feet above me. At this point, I'm thinking that some fucking lessons student is trying to fuck with me in the woods so I was ready to get up there and tell them off. I climbed back up to the top of the little cliff above the creek, ready to see the face of a 12-year-old when I am met with the horrifying visage of a woman, no younger than 75 staring back with the most menacing smile, while she strokes my horse on the head. On the inside, I'm freaking out, because this woman, who just came out of nowhere, is blocking my only means of escape. I didn't know what to do, so I opened my mouth. Hey, you aren't supposed to be here, I said. This elderly woman, never breaking the unnatural smile from her face, moves her body so that it is facing the horse, but her head is facing me, almost 180 degrees in the wrong direction, and continues to pet my horse while he goes to town on the weeds. I thought that I was going to be sick. I knew that this woman wished ill upon me immediately, so I resolved to get out of there as fast as possible. Luckily for me, my horse is a glutton for anything sweet, so I always carry treats with me whenever I ride him. Without taking my eyes off of the creepy woman, I grabbed one of his treats from my pocket and held it into my hand. He starts moving towards me, and what does that woman do? She takes a step with him. For every step that he is taking, she takes two to keep up with his strides. I feel sick. I whistle for him to speed up, hoping that he understands what I'm asking. And surprisingly, he does. But so does that woman. As my horse comes up to me trotting, that woman is right beside him sprinting. Because of her apparent age, I expected the woman to be much slower. But again, 
She never did what I expected her to do. My horse runs up to me and I jump on his back from the ground, not caring if I get situated before getting the hell out of there. But he was expecting a treat and not this trick. So he lets out a small little buck in defiance which ends up nailing that woman right in the shoulder. Her strides come to a halt and I can clearly see that her arm is not properly in its socket. After staring for just a moment too long, I kick my horse into the fastest canter I can manage in the wooded area. I look behind me, and that smiling woman is staring at me with her head tilted towards her injured shoulder, with her other arm cradling both her head and the shoulder. I silently vow to give my horse all the treats he can eat. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And gallop back to the barn. I had only really gotten about half a mile away. The entire time back. I took extra care to stay outside of the woods. But in the corner of my eye, I imagine the woman just out of reach of me, sprinting alongside the horse. That and the feeling of being watched coming from the trees allowed me and Pilgrim to get home in record time. I never told the owner and have only asked the other farmhands once if they had seen anything weird in the woods, to which they replied, No, the oddest thing out there is that concrete post in the middle of the fourth acre. I don't know if I believe them, but I know that there is nothing normal about that part of the woods. Since then, I have never gone into those woods without another rider, my newly purchased switchblade, or one of the Irish wolfhounds on the property. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels, and a blessed day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.